Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our topic this afternoon is whether investors should finally throw in the towel on global diversification after the S&P 500's trouncing of everything else for over a decade now. It's the question that keeps asset allocators awake at night. Seeking Alpha's David Jackson framed it perfectly in a recent comment on the site. I quote, Are foreign markets now undervalued relative to the U.S. and it's fair to expect reversion to the mean? Or is there a structural cause to the U.S. market's outperformance, which will continue for the foreseeable future, similar to the way the Japanese market underperformed for a long time? The question has never been more relevant. For those with some years of investing experience, the current era is not like the dot-com craze, where U.S. tech stocks went up seemingly forever, but that seemingly forever lasted about half the time of the current S&P 500 outperformance. Indeed, had you invested in a globally diversified index fund like the Spider Global Dow ETF, you'd have seen average annual returns of just under 10% for 10 years straight. That's simply amazing, except that if you had put the same money in Spider's S&P 500 index, known as SPY, you'd have made over 15% annually over a decade. With compounded investment returns, you'd be rich. Rich, I tells ya. In my career, I've never seen such high sustained returns, and who would have thought that its source would be the most plain vanilla option there is? And therein, specifically in my words, who would have thought, lies my answer to this most salient of investment questions today. We cannot know. We cannot predict what will be. If history is a guide, though, investors in due course will be saying who would have thought to some other surprising trend. If the path to riches could be known, everyone would take it and everyone would get trampled. Indeed, this is a good time to remind you of the old joke about how we know economists have a sense of humor. They put decimal points in their forecasts. As such, no group is ever consistently wronger. And as such, giving up on asset allocation and putting everything into the S&P 500 strikes me as a guaranteed way to become painfully wrong at some point in time. Are there structural differences causing U.S. outperformance? Sure. We've discussed those issues before and we'll do so again. But I'll pause just to say that there are many glaring structural problems in the U.S. economy today that will certainly be reflected in future stock performance on the negative side. It was once easy to compare the robustness of U.S. capitalism with effete European socialism. But these transatlantic differences have been shrinking over the past couple of decades. There is reason to pay particularly close heed to emerging markets, but that's a topic we can explore tomorrow. In the meantime, resist diversification at your peril. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.